Boys, we have a super packed menu, so I'm not going to waste time with the opening. It's me wow. out here in Cape Cod this week. I'll be in another place next week. Stay tuned. Chris is in Pittsburgh and Dan is in Pittsburgh as well. It is the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. We've got a full menu today. Uh, we've got to pick one that's awesome. We're going to be talking Backstreet Boys. We're going to be talking Maury Povich. Can't wait to do that too. We've got Brunch Court. We've got amazing stuff going on here today in the Brunch Breakdown. And I'm super excited to get to all of it with my two best friends here. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Man, if you guys didn't know and didn't believe that we do a cold open every week, that open was so cold, Chris and I still had no idea there was no cold open. So this is incredible. <laughs> We're diving. <laughs> we are diving right in. You didn't even tell us that. I love it. I love it. But yes, of course, you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcast people. Apple, Google, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. We know. We've heard it, right? You can find us anywhere podcasts are available. The important thing to remember there, though, hit follow, hit subscribe, whatever the verbiage is there. Do that. Let the episodes come to you each and every Wednesdays. They'll be ready. Boom. Download them. Play them on the go wherever you'd like every Wednesday. Okay. We also have full video episodes. Video is going to be key today. A lot of good stuff. A lot of visuals. Video is very key today. Uh, full video episodes available on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Those premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's just the video. Okay. The audio is going to be ready for you first thing in the morning. Videos are noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or whenever Facebook decides they want to figure their shit out like it did last week. But you can watch them on demand anytime you want to watch after that as well. Uh, we're also everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. We're the only ones with that. We were, we were in. No underscores, no ones, no funny business, at Brunch Breakdown. And of course, we give you what we're listening to each and every week. We put that into a nice playlist called The Sounds of Brunch. We give you last week. We give you this week. It's all there for you to catch up on. Updated every Friday or so exclusively on Spotify. Just search for Sounds of Brunch. Beautiful. Well, let's get random topics off our chest. Chris, what's on your mind, man? So, boys, you probably saw uh, that Twitter aggravated some people over the last couple of days. Maybe you maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but uh Twitter decided to reduce the amount of tweets that people could see. Okay. So I think the numbers were if you're an unverified account, you could view up to 600 tweets before you're you would basically I think be disabled till the next day. And if you're verified, you could read 6,000 tweets until that would happen. And people really got in a tizzy over this. From what I understand, it's like a temporary thing. Um, I think like Twitter's trying to get rid of bot accounts. And so like this is part of why they're doing it. Whatever the case may be, people, people were not happy about it. And uh, my timeline of the 600 tweets that I was able to read or I've been able to read lately, my timeline has just been all about people angry at Twitter. And I caught... <laughs> I caught one tweet that just really kind of set me off. Somebody said it's 930 in the morning and I've already been disabled from Twitter. And I got to be honest with you guys. Um, I think the people that are really mad about this, you're, you're there's one of two problems here. Um, either you have way too much time on your hands or you have no attention span at all. Because I'll be honest with you, 600 tweets is still... If you think about it, 600 individual 
original pieces of content. Okay. So if you've run out of your allotment by 930 in the morning, you're not reading anything that's on your, you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So this is your opportunity to either like stop and read or clean up who you're following because you clearly don't give a shit about most of the tweets that are in your timeline. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't so much care about the the limits that tw- I, I, I have not hit the 600, to be honest with you guys. I like scroll twice. If there's nothing interesting, I put my phone back down. I don't have time for that. Okay. Um, I'm more so aggravated at the people who are aggravated than I am at Twitter actually doing this. Like I've, you got to work on your attention span or you got to clean up your, who you're following, maximize your time there. Cause everybody just needs to chill out. This is a little bit ridiculous. It's too much for me. That's a great point, man. And like, what time did they start looking at tweets? You said nine 30, they were already there. Like what time did they start? And like, I'm curious on an average, what type of screen time is that person looking at every day? If yeah. you're already, if you're starting that early and you've been on your phone that long, or like you said, you're not paying attention anyways. So Twitter can't be that important to you. If you don't care enough about what you're reading and you were just like almost doing it to do it, it it's, it's probably a good thing for everybody. Main focus being reason getting rid of the bots, but like that, the, the warning should be like, dude, Have you read it all? <laughs> Have you read it all? Like, okay. <laughs> In defense of this, oh, I have to ask you guys this question. He's like, damn, he cut my burner account. Because <laughs> 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 ourselves a Kevin Durant situation over here. <laughs> KD? Dur- during football season, when football, basketball, and hockey are all going on at the same time. So we're talking like October, November. I feel like on a cold day in November, this isn't hard to do. That's the first thing I thought about. Because like right now, it's like, yeah, like I'm not, like what am I doing? Caring about who's running for president in 2024? Like, no, like there's literally nothing for me to see. But during the time that I'm on Twitter the most, <sighs> 600 doesn't seem like a lot to me. And this is, and I'm not on Twitter as much as I used to be. So like, I'm really only on it when something is like happening or a bunch of things are happening. But like, I don't know, man. 600 just seems, seems low. I don't, I'm, I'm defending the people who are complaining. But before 9.30 a.m., yeah, you, you have a problem. No, that's a good point. Um, hopefully they don't do this again <laughs> during that time of year because then I may be, then mad at Twitter and not uh, <laughs> mad at the people mad at Twitter. That's a that's a that's a fair point. I feel like right now it's just affecting like the stream of consciousness Twitter user, and maybe this is a wake up call for him or her. <laughs> yeah, like go back to enjoy summer, people. Be on vacation. Those <laughs> yeah. things. Nine thirty. Could you imagine nine thirty? That's a lot of tweets by nine thirty. That's just a lot of anything before 9.30. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm like, have I said 600 words before 9.30? Like, I don't yeah. Even, like, like, that's a lot. 
<laughs> All right, Dan, get it off your chest. I would, uh, I would love to, boys. Um, this past weekend, we visited Buffalo, New York, and Niagara Falls, the Canada side. Niagara Falls just decided to take a small road trip up there. I've never actually been to Niagara Falls, even though it's like four and a half hours from Pittsburgh. Um, and there's some cool breweries and restaurants and things like that on the way up to and including going to Buffalo. So we thought we'd, we'd give it a shot, right? Uh, most of the time was spent in Buffalo. And we realized, I don't know if either of you have actually been into Buffalo, but it's like not a super walkable city in terms of like the things we wanted to do and things we wanted to see, right? So that, included, that, mean, that meant a lot of, the, of driving from place to place. Never in my life have I seen such an a consistent group of horrifically terrible drivers than Buffalo, New York. Like New York City drivers have a bad reputation, right? But I didn't realize that, that just extended all the way west across the entire state of New York. In fact, I think it gets worse somehow. I mean, like, I'm not kidding you. They're all absolutely terrible at at driving a motor vehicle all of them all right one example is we sat outdoors at the at one restaurant for uh, breakfast um and it was kind of in a busier it was in a neighborhood but kind of a busier area of a neighborhood there was a stop sign right right past where the tables were really outside the, the patio there and we literally watched car after car like roll through or just blow through the stop sign. And I was like, maybe they can't see it. Nope. They could see it because I drove through it and I saw it like blatantly one after the other, after the other truck. Other times they're like swerving around changing lanes naturally without uh, turn signals. So shout out to you, Ohio uh, doing U-turns. I saw a lot of U-turns just in the middle of the road, not at an intersection in the middle of the road. Like it was, it was wild. And I was just constantly in awe of the consistent disregard for human life and the law just <laughs> everywhere I went. And so after this trip, I'm like, this couldn't have just, we drove in all sections of the city, right? North, South, East, West. So it wasn't a neighborhood thing. And so I did a simple Google search earlier today, and I simply just typed in like Buffalo, New York, bad drivers. Here are a few of the top results, okay? Study Buffalo drivers among worst in U.S. Next one. Buffalo has some of the worst drivers in the country. Next one. Drivers in Buffalo are the worst among five big cities across New York State, according to a report from Allstate Insurance. Reputable sources, people. <laughs> this wasn't a one-time thing. This is real. So if you're traveling to or through Buffalo, New York, just buckle up, baby, because you're in for a ride. We've got to get I, this. And this is Dan's least favorite person, but we got to get Flo from Progressive on here to see if she can confirm. Uh, the, the, but that's that's the best place to go, Dan, is go to the insurance companies. Like who literally yeah. is the worst? I trust all state. <laughs> Right. I saw a couple of news reports and then I saw we're in good hands with all state and they're like, yeah, stay away from Buffalo. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because when I went to Buffalo, it's like when I went to Buffalo, it was for the NCAA tournament the year 2010 when WV went to the final four. And that was the first 
trip, right? So that was like, could you get to the Sweet 16? So we were just focused on what, like things we were doing. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. we had things to do in Buffalo. We went to the Anchor Bar, overrated, by the way, just letting you know. Buffalo Wings in Buffalo, it's not, it's not everything you expect. Like, it's just not. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, so I don't remember the drivers, but I wish I did though. But we were just focused on WVU at that time. I think that was a tunnel vision. Give me to the arena. Yeah. Give me out of the arena. Go. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's an interesting little city. Uh, not a whole lot of things. Like I said, it's not walkable. Not a lot of things that are near by each other. Even downtown, it's like it's okay. But um, it was a good time. But just added a little extra unnecessary sauce on top of everything. Dealing with. What see at one point I said, What planet is this? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So, beware. Dan, did you ask anybody up there about the fires? I thought that's why you were going up there. When I saw, when I saw on Instagram, Dan was in Canada, I was like, He, he takes the brunch breakdown seriously. He literally is going to be our reporter on the scene because nobody's reporting on it. Did you, did anybody talk about it? Did you get any intel up there? Live on assignment from Canada, I'm going straight to the source. Um, I didn't. No, <laughs> no, I because <laughs> you know I didn't want to ruin the mood because we also realized we went up there. We were in Niagara Falls the day before Canada Day, so <laughs> didn't really put that together. Not usually on the calendar. A uh, little busy up there. Um, but no, unfortunately, didn't get to talk smoke and fires. Uh, to the Canadians, I almost joked about it at the at the border. Not really joked about it, but like, hey, listen, we're that's just not people you want to joke around with is going in and out of the country <laughs> when they're like, why are you here? And you're coming back today. What? OK. So. But the Canadians are doing all right. They're hanging strong. Canada, Canada strong. <laughs> also, Chris, you're not out of the woods on this either. You did exactly what Dan was making fun of last week as you drove through Pittsburgh and posted what it looked like in Pittsburgh the day the smoke was back. <laughs> so it's thick out here. It was it was thick. It was thick. <laughs> it was guys, it was many seas. The air was soupy. <laughs> Just full contradicting yourselves like oh the brush breakdown. Both of you. Just both of you. <laughs> the man just goes up the Canada and doesn't even give a shit. He's like is Niagara smoky? Fuck him. Let's go. <laughs> Didn't even get didn't even get to try Boston pizza. It was a fail. It was a failure. Failure failure of an assignment. <laughs> Big fail. All right, uh, mine's pretty quick, guys. Uh, I, I I've been waiting to do this for a couple weeks. Um, if either of you, and I mean this so strong, I mean this so strongly. I need you to like tell your wives that this is something that's going to happen. If either of you decide that you are going to get in a submarine or a rocket ship that is not safe. Everyone knows it's not safe, but you just happen to be rich enough to go do this because you want to go see something really freaking stupid. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to laugh at your funeral. I'm going to be like, oh man, I miss Chris and Dan, but guess what? They're dumbasses. I don't know why they went to go look for this thing. I don't know why they did this. Everyone knows. And, and and to top it off, you find out that like it's controlled by a PlayStation controller. I'm good, guys. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And I need people to stop 
telling us not to laugh at these people. Like, it has nothing to do with them being billionaires because it was a bunch of broke dudes who did this. We'd be laughing at them too. We'd probably be laughing more at them also. Yeah, so I just want to let you guys know that. I'm going to laugh at you. And I expect you and anyone else listening to this who knows me to laugh at me too. That's it. Well, the good news is, unless Shaq starts endorsing the brunch breakdown, I don't think any of us are going to be rich enough to even try. See, <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. We'll, we'll just hope that you don't, you, you know, your portfolio doesn't expand so much, DD, that, you know, SpaceX <laughs> calls you to do a commercial and you're you're going to have to really think about what's out there. That's on a the, great point. <laughs> That's, That's a great point. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that before doing this. You can't turn down that yeah. SpaceX money, man. I mean, you got to know you can't. You really can't. I don't, and damn it. you can't turn it down for me because, you know, SpaceX we're talking Elon. That means we're talking Grimes. People helping people again. It's it's what you got to do. That's how I, I did think about Grimes. <laughs> Dan meets Grimes at Didi's funeral because of his SpaceX commercial. That's <laughs> god damn it i didn't think this one through this is all right <laughs> get on the rocket dd do it <laughs> <laughs> oh man now that just changed to something else oh, man because the first part because the only person i really thought about was like i was like chris wouldn't do it unless for some reason the remains of pit stadium were somewhere underneath the sea <laughs> they're floating out the there in outer space somewhere i know they're out <laughs> there and then, and then I was thinking, Dan would one hundred percent get on one of freaking Jeff Bezos's rocket trips with Michael Strahan, and like <laughs> just do it. So, I, and I didn't think about myself. Damn it, damn it! I would definitely go be a spokesperson in outer space. The fuck! All right, well, there you, go. you can still laugh at me. Just now, you know. <laughs> there it is. It's moral of the story. <laughs> Still laugh at me. There it is. <laughs> well, we got those off our chest. Now let's talk some beer. Gentlemen, I'm going to go first because I don't have any beer that I'm drinking currently, but I did do something awesome. I went to BrewDog Las Vegas, and it is honestly the coolest freaking brewery I've ever been to because it's literally sitting in this shrimp. And I will tell you, I have thought this whole time that BrewDog was some, like, I don't know, smaller brewery. I didn't know they were, didn't know they had money to do this. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I was very shocked that they had money to do this. Because when you go there, it is like, how is this not the Anheuser-Busch, like, rooftop in the middle of Las Vegas? Like, overlooking the shit. It's, it's, inc it's incredible. It's such a cool place. And I had a couple beers there. And the Hazy Jane Peach I had there for IPA. Awesome. And Elvish Juice, which I've had before. I think I've talked about it on the pod. One of us have anyways. Um, but yeah, and I just love, I love the atmosphere. I love everything about it. And I'm just honestly shocked that BrewDog, I don't know, they have beer, man. Start making some. You can have a rooftop bar in Las Vegas because Jesus Christ, but great place. Shout out to BrewDog. Yeah, that's definitely, there is definitely a live brunch breakdown on site podcast in the future at the BrewDog in Vegas. We're due for Vegas. Big fans of BrewDog. They've been on Brews Day many, many times. Unfortunately, the tap room in Pittsburgh has recently closed. So now is even more reason for me to go out to that one in Vegas. Didi, you sent us that video. I mean, let's go. Let's go. It's time. Live podcast. 
let everybody know. And not even if we have permission. We'll just bring our mics and just. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll just right. show up. Just show up. Who cares? Just get a table. Yeah, yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> Chris, what you got? Um, I just grabbed something really quick because today has been a weird day. So I have, I think I've had this on the pod before, Athletic Brewing. This is the Run Wild IPA. It's a non-alcoholic because that's that's my life now, guys. And uh, I'm going to enjoy it with you for the next however long until I have to go downstairs because my kids are losing their mind. So cheers. <laughs> cheers. Um, For me this week, boys, I've got a, a special one. Um, I think we may have talked about this. Maybe we talked about this off air. I can't remember. Um, but I got my hands on it and I got some things to say. This is the oh. Iron City beer turner's iced tea malt beverage as they call it so iron city pittsburgh's finest longest (laughs) brewery right trying to paint the picture for the rest of the world iron city um turner's iced tea is also a staple here in western pennsylvania and these two brands teamed up for what some people were excited for, scared to death of, for a basically, this is an icy light and a Turner's iced tea put together, right? This is actually a beer. This isn't a seltzer. This isn't anything <laughs> weird like that. Um, this is actually a beer. <laughs> this is actually a beer. It's always good when you have to beer preface with it with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually I swear a real thing. Swear it's a beer. Um, if this was brunch brunch court, boys, it's getting a thumbs up for me. And I don't know how I feel about it, but it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't I don't love light beers. We're that's not surprise anybody, but I don't mind icy light. It's better than any macro produced light beer. So if I have a choice on a light beer, icy light has more flavor. Turner's iced tea is amazing. Putting these two together, when you first sip it, you're like, okay, it's a little lemony, it's sweet, but it has like a malty finish to it. And then you just, it, it takes a little getting used to because it is, it's different. It's very, very different. But I kind of like it for the summer. I do. It's got a sweet, lemony tea flavor, but kind of a, a, a beer finish, right? That like moderate light Pilsner beer finish where you don't get overly full drinking them, but it's, it's, this is, this is summer right here. I'm, I'm going to be drinking these the rest of the summer. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like them. I know some people hate them, but I, it gets my endorsement. It gets the endorsement right is here. This, is like this it. an early candidate for beer of the year, Dan? Ooh. He paused. It might be. He paused. It might, <laughs> it might be because of what it's what it's trying to do and what it's accomplishing because it is so unique. <laughs> you know, no marshmallow needed here, right? <laughs> it's back to basics. This is a gas station, right? This is a gas station in a can. Turner's tea in an icy light. <laughs> Dan, Dan, everything you say 
to describe his beer sounds terrible. <laughs> and then you, you have to, you you have to <laughs> and then the way that you're saying like it could be beer of the year, you're like, it's not so much yes. about the way it tastes, it's about what it means to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I I, it, I like it for all the wrong reasons, Dan. Let's go. It's worth trying. It's worth trying. It's only good cold. Once it gets to like, you can't drink these slow because <laughs> at the bottom of that can, it tastes like a gas station floor at that point. So Jesus. drink them quick. Take them down. Welcome to summer. Iced tea beer. Why not? This is like the way someone like, I don't know, I want to say it with my friend. Oh, what she look like? Dude. She's got a great personality. <laughs> That's what you just did. This is what you just did. We've like, yeah, yep. This whole That's time, fair. you're just like, That's fair. guys, it's not about it being good. It's not about it being great. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the fact that it it, it, it feels right. It, it does. It does. <laughs> I'll uh, say one for you both. Well, can't wait. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh well let's get into this uh packed 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 menu we have today and uh let's start with backstreet boys we all love the backstreet boys um in some way shape or form and some of us have been to backstreet boys concerts so chris we're gonna let you start this one right because you told me something <laughs> from a backstreet boys concert back in the day that i found to be fascinating was that they closed the men's bathrooms at those shows and they make them women's bathrooms at those shows. So I didn't know that. So that's why you're going to start with this because Backstreet Boys, all-inclusive Cancun vacation. You and the Backstreet Boys. What do you guys think about this? You think this is a great idea? Think this is good? Resort with you and all of the biggest Backstreet Boys fans in the world. Um, I think in concept, yeah. It's like there's there are so many Backstreet Boys super fans. Now those super fans are at a point in their life where they've accrued enough money to throw it at something like this. Like it makes sense. They're going to make a lot of money. I don't know that being held captive in one place with all of those super fans though, is necessarily the way you want to live. I just don't know. Like that's, that doesn't sound like a vacation to me. It doesn't. Um, so I get it. It's going to make money. I wouldn't do it. And as you said, I've been to several Backstreet Boys concerts and you're right about that. They closed all but two of the men's bathrooms. So, guys, if you're going to a show, uh, just be aware you're going to have to walk a distance to actually go uh, take a piss. But, yeah, um, I think it's it's they're going to make money. I I wouldn't I wouldn't do this. I think it's genius because what a lot of groups and artists have done over the past probably eight, seven years now is these cruises, right? These celebrity cruises, these music cruises, there's wrestling cruises. Like everybody's doing the cruise thing. No one has done a complete takeover of an all-inclusive resort. And there's some other special things going on with this whole, you know, retreat. It's daily pool parties themed activities special events including i have to we have to mention this tequila and guacamole tasting with howie 
a DJ set by Kevin Richardson. Karaoke <laughs> with AJ. A beach volleyball tournament with Nick Carter. Because of course there is. <laughs> and then a special variety show featuring Brian Luttrell's whole family. And to round it out, there is a like other headlining act. For some reason, Jason Derulo is there for a one-time show. He's he's like a headliner at one for one of these nights at this resort takeover. Yes. BD just changed so, his mind. BD just changed I know his mind. He did his reaction. That was news there. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it's genius. It's a little bit more outside the box than the cruise. Um, you have a little bit more freedom to walk around versus being kind of stuck on the ship. And are you kidding me? Tequila and guacamole tasting with Howie. Like I'm first in line. What time do we have to get up? What time do we have to be there? I love it. Um, karaoke with AJ. Let's go. Disaster <laughs> written all over it. So I'm down for this because it, it, the, cha- the scenes chains change the performances change different things like that um being around the craziest of the crazy fans might be a not so great thing but i'm 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 loving it i'm loving this idea okay the first thing i thought with this was i like this much better than any of those cruises i couldn't do one of those i'm stuck on a ship with a bunch of people who like this thing whatever it's a genre of music, whatever could never do that. I would just want to lose my mind. So I like this a lot better than that. But um, I got to say who on earth has ever thought Kevin was interesting. And if you're a DJ, (laughs) you have to be interesting. I am. I I, do. Do we have to go to this? Because I need to know what it's like. You got to know what Kevin's playlist is. Like I need somebody to live stream this or something. Like, I am more fascinated about this than anything. And, of course, they put the goat on there, Jason Derulo, because Jason Derulo has never said no to anything. Like, he's the Samuel <laughs> Jackson of music. Like, he, there is not one chance to perform that he ever <laughs> turned down. So, of course, he's there. Like, and, I, dude, I, I don't know, man. It, but age, karaoke with AJ is going to be hilarious. He's not going to let anybody else sing. Like, because he just thinks he can sing better than anybody else on earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Fact. There might be a fight at karaoke with AJ, honestly. <laughs> Someone can sing better than him, he might fight them. This is. Oh. What are you guys doing April 18th to 21st? Well, I think, yeah, Dan, I've found your next uh, reporter on the scene opportunity here. <laughs> I think this is it. I think this is it. But just like, don't go down there and forget to actually partake in guacamole, okay? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. report oh, from. Yeah from ground zero here. I think like as you're, as you're explaining all of those like different activities that you can do, it sounds, it feels to me like, like a family reunion that has too many planned activities. Like that's what this feels like. Okay. I don't know. I just can't, I I couldn't do, I don't think I could do it, but I would gladly have Dan do it. (laughs) Dude, of course. And of course, Brian's whole family is going to perform because <laughs> nothing says dorky family sing along than Brian. Which I hope no one shows up to that. I hope even the yeah. biggest of Backstreet Boys fans know that like this is bad, but this is so on brand. It's on brand for everybody but Kevin. I really don't understand Kevin the DJ 
Howie guac and chips. I'm sure Howie makes the best guac and chips, and that's the reason why he made the band in the first place. Like, <laughs> like I bet he makes it the best, or his grandma does, or somebody does. Like, I'm sure he makes it the absolute best. Like, food at Howie's house has to be fire. Same thing with Chris Kirkpatrick, any other person who just hung on at the end of a boy band. They have to make fire food. <laughs> Kevin's going to no, be I... like a really shitty wedding DJ. That's what he's going to be like. He's, you know, it, it, it's that or he just plays all Backstreet Boys songs. And so he knows his crowd. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. His song selection and how much of it is Backstreet Boys. Man, we got to go. Tickets go on sale this week. We don't even know the prices. We report the prices. So, we don't know the prices yet. So Dan's not going to Coachella anymore, but he's going to this. Forget it. It's the same way. It's the same week as weekend too. Forget it. I'm out. I'm going here. Cancun, here we come, baby. Dan already knows when the pre-sale starts. Let's go. Yeah. July Dan 7th. Is, Dan is, he's pivoted. This is a life pivot, and I'm excited to watch it happen. <laughs> it's like, dude, Siobhan turns 40 next year, April 26th. So, um, Maybe you might have to surprise her with that. I mean, if the, I'm geez, not joking, I'm, I'm there. I'm not I'm joking. There. If this, if you guys actually do, Katie w- would kill me if we didn't do it. Like, don't make this actually happen. Please do not make this because Katie would want to be at that so bad. <laughs> and she went our way, Dee Dee. Oh my God. This is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dan, we will be talking after the brunch breakdown. Yeah, yes, <laughs> we will. Always hey, baby, that, listen. <laughs> that SpaceX and Shackley is going to come in real handy when we have to book this thing. So don't, <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> listen, all we had to do was text Katie a couple times and we were able to kidnap Chris, like, for a weekend. She's included in this. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Chris, you're yeah. Chris, you're yeah, just yeah. gonna be going. Like you won't even know what's happening. Like, yeah, we got plans in April. Like, and that's it. <laughs> as long as she's not as long as she's not holding up my underwear at the airport again, I, I guess it's okay. <laughs> no, she'll be holding it up at AJ McLean karaoke. She'll be holding it up there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. All right. Let's uh get into our next topic here, boys. Um Actually, before we do that, because one of the reasons why we brought this up was who would you do this for or what would you do this for? Would you do this for any band, any group or any, I don't know, event, anything? Yeah, I was thinking just generally because of how I would not want to be around like the crazy fanboy, fangirl people that go to Backstreet Boys. Like there's so many of them because they're they're a worldwide. They were a worldwide phenomenon. I feel like this concept in general could be really cool for bands or artists that are maybe like a little more off the radar because then you're like at a resort with, you know, not necessarily people that had like all the money in the world to just go there, but like the true fans of that band or that artist. Um, so, I mean, most of the bands that I like are, are off the radar. There are probably a few that I would, uh, I would, be willing to do it for um like a lot of those drive-through bands back in the day but that that the con this concept is cool i think for like maybe less of a worldwide phenomenon for me hmm yeah that's an interesting point that's that's, that's a good point because i consider that too like the fans that we have to be surrounded by um there's no real great answer um because like the bands that i came up with i've been to all these shows and like the only advantage is that 
they a lot of them are younger and so they couldn't go because it's let's call it a 21 and over all inclusive right let's make that the rule um but also they're short and i can see over them whether we're in the pool or on the beach with aj or kevin's dj set whatever so like give me 21 pilots i'm there don't like i don't care what it costs all time low i'm there blink 182 paramore if panic at the disco was still playing music i'd be there for all of those give me the give me all of those that's what i would do it for you know i don't think i would i would do this but like all i thought about was who has the cleanest fans <laughs> <laughs> and like who's the less most less annoying because the thing is like okay so you could be like oh yeah i'm a big beyonce fan i would do this i'm a big taylor swift fan you want to be around taylor swift or beyonce fans for an entire right i know what yeah no way no, no i would never want to be around them for an entire weekend or whatever never in life would never want to do that but so i was just thinking like it would have to be like a genre of music like if i went to like if there was something where it was like an r&b weekend in cancun and it was like Usher and Jason Derulo, of course, and a bunch of other people. And I'd be like, you know, that could be fun. And it would just be some big 90s R&B explosion. And I would enjoy that so much, Cisco. Like, I would enjoy that so much. Like, guacamole and chips with Cisco? Let's go. <laughs> or karaoke with Cisco? Let's do it. Like, I'm all for that. So, yeah, it's like, you know, Casey and JoJo would be there. Like, I don't know. Like, just something like that. And I feel like it because it would be adult. And I feel like it would be clean. And it would just be a nice weekend of people who just like, you know, a certain genre of music. They're not coming there, you know, with posters from 1996, you know, and like their, mm -hmm. you know, Nick Carter tattoo on their face. Just people who like <laughs> a genre of music. I can do it. But I don't think I could right. do it for like one band or one act because I feel like they would just like them way too much. Yeah, that, yeah. No, you're, Dan, you're, I'm you're looking right. at you because I don't want to be around a bunch of views at a 21 Pilots Cancun <laughs> all-inclusive. I just don't. <laughs> like at one I'm day, there. I don't need I, I don't need a thousand others. I'm, I'm good. there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the next topic here. Uh, Chris, you saw this one. The results are in. Mori Povich <laughs> announces at-home paternity test kit. I can't think of any better of a pairing since i don't even know what just this is a this is genius yeah man i'm pissed i'm pissed because like i don't know how exactly this thing works but like i think we're probably past the point of that whole like yes or no are you pregnant or are you not you know do we do we celebrate like what's what's the deal and i don't know how this if i were to make this mari paternity test work the way that it should it has his voice in it and if it's positive you say it, it says to you you are the father okay like <laughs> that is the moment i want in my life and i'm pissed because i think we're i think i don't i think we're past that now so it's a great idea i don't know how you set that technology up to work that way but if if this thing doesn't do that then let's start working on version two because that's what we need. And if, and if, and if it could do that, say goodbye to all the other positive, negative, yes, no, pregnant, not pregnant tests that are out there because it's over. This is incredible. 
This is incredible. And I mean, yeah, because Chris, me and you, it's, it's, it's too late for us. Like we already, we, we know we're the fathers. But man, <laughs> damn, when you, you and Shannon decide to go yeah. down that path, this thing, it, it, it has to happen. Because I'm already envisioning this. Yeah, you have to get it. Like you have no choice. You have no choice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need Maury to read you are not the father or like, or you are the father. And like, I don't know. Does it come up with like a blue line that says? Yeah, right. It's not like really kind of faded. It's not not. It's like underlined. Like you are. You're trying to read it. Yeah, it takes a while for that second part to happen. Yeah, is that Uh a plus or a minus? Uh, (laughs) Is that an R or R not? Is it aren't? Aren't? Is it aren't? Are they using aren't? Oh man, yeah, I'm well, bummed. I'm, 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 I'm on it. I'm on it uh, to be the, you know, on-site reporter for that as well. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of assignments here, man. <laughs> a lot of assignments. Are you the writing these down? Do you want us to, to put them on your calendar or something? Because you got a lot to work on. <laughs> hey, a, a, a weekend in Cancun with the Backstreet Boys. We may have to call Maury up the next week just to, you know, just to be. <laughs> Cause he used it then. Could use it then. I didn't know he retired. Did you guys know he retired last year? Yes, I yeah. didn't know that. I heard. I that. Always know right. when the legend retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was just what his manager or something came up with this idea. It's genius. Keep the Maury legacy alive, right? Syndication's still, you know, still working well. But this, this is what it's all about. He's all about bringing families together, is what he said. So I got to get my. uh my hands on this because you're Chris. This that is genius. It needs to have the audio. It needs to have the audio. That's it's about that moment, right? It's a really about that God. moment. That long pause. You are. We're both just looking at it. The father. <laughs> <laughs> it just it needs to be like a picture of him, like a digital picture of him. Like he always held up like like that Manila envelope. And it was always the results were behind it. And it just needs to be him stand, you know, there. And then either the word not or are <laughs> just flashes on the on that envelope. I just give me that. Give me the audio. I need the whole show. In the case of unborn baby diesel, Chris Gates, you are <laughs> the father. That's what I needed, man. I'm so pissed. Oh my God. All right. I guess that's our second plan. To get the brunch breakdown sponsored by the Maury Paternity Test Kit. <laughs> we'll cha- we could change, you know, one of our segment names to the results are in, right? Oh, yeah. Brunch corner, the results are in, you know, that's whatever easy. it is. Easy. Yeah, easy. That's you easy. could do that the whole down the whole menu. The whole menu. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This the brunch breakdown sponsored by the results are in. <laughs> dude ready genius, genius. All right. well, genius. Um, you know what let's you know let's keep the pick one and go to brunch court kind of up against time a little bit so yeah i yeah. want to get all the brunch courts in so let's get into uh brunch court let's go to it let's do that all right chris let's uh first throw up this a particular item from trader joe's they came out with you come up with unique items from from time to time uh, and this 
is a snack item of something that we haven't quite seen before. It's the white box picture. <laughs> See, I didn't give you enough information. There you go. <laughs> so these are Trader Joe's almost everything bagel sandwich crackers with cream cheese filling. And so to give you a kind of a description, if you're not able to look at this, it's a little circle. It almost looks like a Ritz sandwich cracker. If you know, like the mini Ritz sandwich crackers that have cheese or peanut butter, it looks like two mini bagels, everything bagels. And then the middle, the sandwich, the part in the middle, the filling is cream cheese filling. Now these are out now. And the reason they call them almost everything is because they have almost everything included. They have poppy seeds, dried garlic, onion, but no sesame seeds is the one thing that they left out to make this almost everything bagel sandwich crackers. Everything bagels, very popular around the country. Curious as your boy's opinion. Are these something that you could be like, this could be like semi-addicting to people that love everything bagels, or this is just absolutely disgusting. I've actually never gotten into everything bagels. I don't, I don't get the, I don't get mm. the crate. Like they're, they're, they're fine. I don't know that I would go out of my way to buy snack crackers though, that are like them. And I'm kind of curious about the cheese filling, like cream cheese filling. How does that work? Is this, is this a refrigerated item? Uh, I don't, I don't know that. I I assume they would be like rich, right? Kind of like yeah, because they've they've done like an Oreo cream cheese filling before, so somehow it's some sort of like unnatural cream cheese, basically gotcha. that doesn't need refrigerated. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure a lot, lots of people would love these. It just I don't think it's for me. Here's the thing: I am sure they are fire. Like I'm sure they're really good. Um, I think the only reason I don't eat everything bagels all the time is because. My breath, my breath smells for three days after eating. <laughs> like it doesn't matter how much mouthwash I use, doesn't matter what toothpaste I use, how many times I brush my teeth. It feels like I taste like I taste everything in my mouth for three days. So I just I, I, I try to stay away. But I'm sure these are great. But here's um, I had to look up the nutrition facts on these because I know these are going to be things that are like you're just going to be popping in your mouth. Um. Eight of these is 150 calories. Mm, 220. Yeah. Uh, 220 milligrams of sodium and a serving. Uh, yeah, this, I don't know, man. This, this is something that doesn't seem very healthy, but also something that you're going to destroy a whole bag of. That's all I could think of was like, how much, yeah. what am I doing? Like, like you're just going to be, you're just going to sit on your couch eating these things. Like, the, Everything bagels are great. They're just gonna be. So you're gonna be done. Yeah, I feel like you're right. They could be like a little addicting, and one of the reasons I I like the taste of everything bagels. But the worst part about it is like, again, you're dealing with like poppy seeds and sesame seeds. Like, they're getting stuck in the chomper somewhere. Something's getting something's hiding away. There's a poppy seed sticking in your teeth. <laughs> And you're walking around with it on top of the bad breath, like you mentioned, DD. So it's difficult. You have to make like a long-term decision. I'm eating this at home and I have time to brush my teeth and floss and I'll be good. These, on the other hand, far more dangerous. Seem like they'd be good, but now that you throw those insertion facts on you, yeah, use discretion. Use discretion. So thumbs up, idea, execution to be determined. Okay. Yeah. Let's get a little bit more. Let's get a little bit more wild. <laughs> uh, I mentioned I was just 
in Canada recently. Um, they're known for like, they like ketchup chips and things like that. Gross. So French's, as Chris pulls it up now, French's, again, not necessarily known for ketchup, more for mustard, right? <laughs> French's is debuting ketchup-flavored cotton candy in Canada. They were handing out samples in Vancouver, Toronto, in uh, Leamington last week. Unfortunately, not Niagara, where I was. Uh, but yes, of course, Canada known for like ketchup, chi- ketchup chips. This is ketchup cotton candy. What does D, that I mean? Go before you throw up, what what it's, does that mean? It's ketchup cotton candy. What does that mean? So it's basically it's got to be like ketchup somehow ketchup flavored sugar that they use because right that's all cotton candy is. It's sugar, and so they use different flavors and they have to somehow infuse that sugar with. Ketchup. It's probably just seasonings, right? Oregano, stuff like that, that all just makes up dried tomato. It's probably what they use, and it tastes like ketchup. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite things about going to fairs, carnivals, is the smell of cotton candy. I don't really like eating cotton candy, yeah, but the smell of it is a great smell. It just makes you know that you're at a fair or some local carnival, whatever. It's a great smell. Imagine that smell being ketchup. <laughs> that's what this is. That's disgusting. I don't want anything to do with this. No, this is a. This is terrible. This is terrible. Because I like ketchup, but like I don't want to slowly eat the ketchup. <laughs> like just taking bites of ketchup over a period of time. No. No. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like cotton candy in like a tangy, salty form. Just first of all, French is ketchup isn't your game, man. It's not your game. It's not your style. I know you make it, but like you're you're the mustard people. And I get Canadians like the ketchup stuff, but this is taking it way too far. Way too far. Hate this. Hate this very much. I feel like we should the a question we should ask whenever we do brunch court is Dan. Would you sell this at your grocery store? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, that's a hell no to that one. Okay, so French's, you lose. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great way to look at it. Okay. In the case French's, of your you ketchup, cotton candy, you are not the father. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> uh, now, the last one up, boys, believe it or not, gets a little more weird than that one. Okay. Wow. So you might not be quite sure what you're looking at. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but, um, so I'll explain what it looks like first before I tell you what it is. So what it looks like is uh, Velveeta shells and cheese. There are like five individual shells that this person is holding. Um, they're the same color. It's the Velveeta you can see on the box behind it. So it's that color. Uh, but you're probably looking at what's the other name? There's another name on the label, uh, Compartes, right? Okay, I'm not French. I'm not going to try to pronounce it any other ways. Compartes, ladies and gentlemen, is a chocolatier, and they have teamed up to create the very first ever Velveeta Truffles. Truffles. Terrible job on the naming department. The first ever chocolate cheese truffle. 
Okay. It consists of a sweet white chocolate that's dyed kind of the golden Velveeta color. And here's where it gets weird. It consists of a Velveeta cheesy filling inside the chocolate. <laughs> okay. You open this up and there's a like a cheesy Velveeta filling inside this chocolate, which looks like a shell in the shape of a Velveeta shell with cheese. Um, these came, these were sold in packages of what? One, two, three, four, five for $25. This is a very fancy chocolatier. They sold out very, very quickly. What do you think? Cheese and chocolate. Can it work? You're both so <laughs> offended. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, uh, no, this is, does not even really cheese. True. No, That's no. why they can put it inside of a chocolate without worrying about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is trash. And if you spent 25, it means you spent $5 for each one of these stupid little things. You're an idiot. That's what I think. You know what's terrifying about this is like, since they can do this, they're gonna start sneaking these into like Valentine's Day boxes or like you know Christmas chocolates. You know, what I mean, anytime you could just like you know randomly grab a chocolate. You know what I mean? So you don't know what's <laughs> in it till you eat it. One of these days, you're gonna bite into that. You're gonna get a peanut butter melt away in one second, and then you're gonna get. Velveeta chocolate and cheese. And those boxes are already the worst. So it's just gonna get worse. This is this is the this is the future we've created for our children. And I can't I can't. <sighs> so yeah, Compartes a... and Velveeta got together, had a kid. I think Mari would be pissed about this too. It we have you're not the but we gotta can, can can we send this kid elsewhere? Can we put it just somewhere where it doesn't get oh. close to me? The results are in. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, this these two things. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Now, if one was still available when I checked the website earlier, would I have bought it and like maybe done a taste test and like send you guys the other ones? Like maybe. Mild consideration. Um, but <laughs> I'm just trying to picture it working. Uh, it's not possible. It's not possible that this can taste that good. I mean, this is a fantastic chocolatier. Chocolat. But no. No, 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 no. Shame. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> bad. Bad. All bad. Yeah. That was brush court. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, that kind of yeah. ruined my day. Thanks for that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go eat after this and just be yeah. thinking about ketchup, cotton candy. Enjoy your cheeseburgers at the 4th of July this weekend and just think about, I'm going to put a little slice of white chocolate on here. <laughs> Let's get to something we like, music. Here we go. The results are in. Music is good. And uh, this week on the playlist, I am throwing on 
Uh, the Worst Person Alive by G Flip. This song, super, super, super good. I want everybody to check this out. I want everyone to stream this thing. And I just love it. G Flip, Worst Person Alive. All right, I'll go next. Um, to one of my favorite artists ever, and another one I really enjoy, Benny and Mallrat teamed up for a song called Do It Again. And this is actually the official song of the 2023 Women's World Cup. And I I love that because it's not like, oh, let's get Katy Perry to do a song for the Women's World Cup or something like that, right? Like these are two up and coming like alternative indie artists coming up with a good, uh, a really good song, up, upbeat song still, but brings two of their like unique styles and vocal uh, styles together. If we do it again, Benny, Mallrat. Love it. Nice. Uh, Chris Gates loves albums. Do you guys know that? It's true. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> and I have a few albums to talk about this week. The first being from a band called Origami Angel. I've put maybe a song or two on our playlist from them in the past. They're like this weird, cool, catchy fusion of pop punk and like emo, but like dancey stuff. Like their songs are a trip. Um, so the album's called The Brightest Days. Dan, I think you I think both of you would like this band. I feel like this is like all like like kind of Dan in your in your lane a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. so I will pick something from the brightest days uh to put on the playlist, but I would encourage you to listen to the whole thing. Nice. Well, I am very sick of a trend going on in a lot of music right now where they are just sampling music in the most obvious way, taking a little piece of a song from like the 90s and the early 2000s and like throwing it into a hook or I, I'm very annoyed with it. I need to end right now. But here's one that's great. So I'm contradicting myself. Victoria Monet on my mama. It is great. And when the sample comes in, it is a perfect time, and you're going to be like jamming out to it. This is a, you know, I don't know if there's going to be a song of the summer this year that everybody loves, but this is definitely one for me. So, oh my mama, Victoria Monet, check it out. That's a good point. We're into July, and we don't really have a front runner for a song of the summer. I mean, I thought Olivia Rodrigo was trying to drop a banger, and I mean, it's a good song, but it ain't a banger. So, uh, yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, next one for me, Amy Shark. Oh, yes, she's back. Australian singer-songwriter. And I don't put a ton of her stuff on the playlist because, um, well, she hasn't released a ton of new music, but, you know, slower love song type of stuff. But she released a song last week, Can I Shower at Yours? Uh, hey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, how you doing? And uh, things that a lot of people can relate to in terms of the lyrics, and it's a little bit more upbeat. She's got uh, some limited U.S. dates. I really, really, really want to see her live. Uh, so if you have a chance to go to one of those select cities, go. Go for me. Enjoy it. Uh, but Amy Shark, can I shower at yours? All right. Uh, my next one is from a band called Millington. They're my favorite ska band in the, the most current wave of ska music. They put out an album called Welcome Home. They have a song called If You're a Burning House, Then I'm the Doors That Lock from the Outside. It's pretty rough, isn't it, boys? We're all going to listen mm. to it, and uh, I think you're going to like it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't get, don't get on their bad side. Don't get on their bad side. No. Yes. 100%. Do not. Um, we need to do like a mid-year something 
And I was thinking about this because I, I, you know, I was in Vegas for a week by myself and listening to a lot of music. And uh, 1984 by Macklemore is a song that I don't know. I thought was going to get released as a single, and it wasn't, or maybe it was, and people just didn't listen to it. But I love this song, and I want. It's one of my favorite songs of this half year. So I want everyone to listen to it. 1984, Macklemore. Check it out. Nice. I like that. Um, I'm going to go in the, I'm going to go Chris Gates style and go throwback here. Okay. Hey. And it's not like throwback. Hey, you know, the song was underappreciated, blah, 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 blah. Told you it was in the car quite a bit over the weekend. So pop 2K, pop DK, if you will, made its way under the radio fairly often. Uh, boys, Eminem's "Without Me" came on. Uh, you know, lot of people. Everybody knows that song, right? I know every word, but everybody knows that song. It just disturbed me that that song turned 21 years old just a few weeks ago. It's now a legally able to drink song. Turned 21 just a few years ago. So 2002, that song came out, and it just made me think. And I don't know why I did this. But it made me think, in 2002, what songs were 21 years old at that time? And like, think about it from that perspective. 21 years ago now, without me. And when that song came out in 2002, what was 21 years old? Well, here's a couple. Endless Love by Diana Ross and Lionel Richie was 21 years old in 2002. Uh, Whip It. Whip It Good. Twenty-one years old in two thousand and two, and nine to five by Dolly Parton was just a little bit over that, a little over twenty-one years old at that time. Freaked me out a little bit thinking about it in that way. That those songs were the same amount of years apart at that time as "Without Me" is right now. Made me feel really old, but it also made me realize that's still a good song. There, when you it's funny you mentioned like nine to five i can't think of a song that is because r&b was really big in 2002 so like endless love makes sense but nine to five yeah. into what we was the most popular like music in 2002 that's probably what it feels like to someone who listens to music now who's younger and hears without me because that song sounds like those old eminem first single songs sound like they came out of like another planet like I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just the, the words, all the stuff. Like I don't know, man. Eminem is a very he's a time and place guy, man. That is all I can say about that guy. It's very oof. true. <laughs> all right, so put Dolly Parton on the playlist this week. And Didi, you just said time and place. I had a plan for a third song, but I'm scrapping it. Didi, what song did you hear in the barbershop this week? Every girl in the world. Put it on the playlist. Put it on the playlist. Time and place. It's probably not appropriate anymore, but you know what? It was considered appropriate. Wow. And we liked it when we were in our youth. Put it on the playlist. That there is a shout out to a 15 year old at the time, Miley Cyrus, at the end of that record. There's also a disability slur at the end of that record. <laughs> oh geez listen he, he wouldn't have he wouldn't yes. have made it now but he made it then 
And we're all gonna listen to it again this week. Here you go. God damn it, is that song good though? Time and place though. Time and place, kids. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify updated every two weeks. So make sure you go check that thing out. Dan, Chris, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? That's a note from Chris. The results uh, are in. Boys, yeah. <laughs> um we we just we're we're just coming up for us. It's coming up on the fourth. By the time people are listening to this, the fourth of July has passed, which means next week we're talking about the champ. Joey Chestnut. He's gonna bring home the crown again. Oh and we're gonna God. have some stats to get into next week. Top it off, top those hot dogs off with some French's ketchup, cotton candy this week. And enjoy. <laughs> Feel free to not listen to the brunch breakdown next week. We're out.